Thank you for checking out the Mercy Hill Church Sermon Podcast. If you would like to know more about Mercy Hill, you can visit us on the web at mercyhill.cc. And now this morning, uh, Corey gave us a great message last Sunday on, on prayer. And we've been talking and preaching and studying about prayer this morning. We don't want to just do more talking and thinking about it. We're going to take the time and we're going to pray. And we're starting. Mindy, go ahead and come on up. Uh, we've got a couple of folks who are just going to share some of the ways that prayer has been, been real in their life, for better or worse. And then we're going to take time, as Luke has alluded to, and we'll use the rest of our time together actually praying. Thanks, John. Um, he kind of took the words out of my mouth, but I'm really... <laughs> it's okay. It's confirmation. Um, I'm really excited for this week of prayer and fasting. We've been helping to um, coordinate that we... this. Uh, sorry, this meeting today, the service, um, to kind of get our attitudes and our hearts set on the Lord. Um, and we've had some great teachings, like John said, on fasting, and then Corey uh, talked on prayer last week. Um, but we just want to share the personal application. What does that look like um, as a body of believers? Um, how do we pray? How do we pray if it's hard? Um, so my heart in, in trying to find some people to share was let, to say, you know, prayer is not just for the pastor. It's not just for those who are gifted. Um, we we all have the opportunity to pray, and it's a privilege for us to come to our Heavenly Father and to communicate with Him. And so I just wanted to um, have a couple people share. And they're not just going to share the how-tos or, um, you know, all the success stories. But there will be those. But also the challenges, what happens when they face challenges. Anna is actually going to come first. And... Um, and just to be able to encourage us and start us off right um, on this week of prayer and fasting. Um, so I have had challenges this week. And if I cry, I'm sorry. I'm just pregnant. So <laughs> it's part of it with me. Um, but Mindy emailed me earlier this week. And she asked me to share and I you know, I've been thinking about it all week, and I'm like, I don't know what I'm going to say. I've had a really tough week. I'm sorry. And in those tough weeks, no matter if they're just emotional like me, or, you know, if you have actual real struggles um i just had a couple of um verses i wanted to share and i think this is a reminder for me more than anything else i'm saying this for myself but i need to always go back to god's word because his word is a firm foundation and um i was reading today in first peter yesterday in first peter uh five verses six through um, 11, humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, so that at the proper time he may exalt you, casting all your anxieties on him because he cares for you. Be sober-minded, be watchful. Your adversary, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion, seeking someone to devour. Resist him firm in your faith, knowing that the same kinds of sufferings are being experienced by your brotherhood throughout the world. 
And after you've suffered a little while, the God of all grace, who has called you to his eternal glory in Christ, will himself restore, confirm, strengthen, and establish you. To him be the dominion forever and ever. Amen. And I think so many times we can be run by our emotions and things seem worse than they do than they are. But God tells us to be sober-minded and be watchful, but that he is there. And and then it, it reminded me of um, Hebrews 12. Therefore, since we are surrounded... Therefore, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside also every weight and sin which clings so closely, and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us, looking to Jesus, the founder and perfecter of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is seated at the right hand of the throne of God. And on verse 28, it goes on to say, Therefore, let us be grateful for receiving a kingdom that cannot be shaken, and thus let us offer to God acceptable worship with reverence and awe, for our God is a consuming fire. And I think that I remember this. I have to remember this, even in those times that I am not there, but God is, and Jesus is the founder and perfecter of our faith, and he has gone forth, and he will continue to go forth because he is the Alpha and the Omega. Thank you, Anna. That was perfect. <laughs> um, Lisa is going to come share next. Um, and I, I'm just excited to hear from Lisa. She's such a woman of prayer. And um, I might ask her some questions at the end, but uh, I'm just going to have her share from your heart at first. Hi. Um, yeah, I was asked to speak like two days ago, and I was like, whoa, me? <laughs> Okay. Um, sorry. Okay, I was like, whoa, me speak? No way. That's like not my, I mean, I like to speak one-on-one, but in a group. So um, please forgive me. <laughs> but um, I was I was talking to a friend of mine, and she said, well, what about your testimonies? And I said, there's so many. Okay, and that sounds crazy, like, but yet it doesn't because I'm constantly praying to the Lord. And um, recently, we came together as a church and we prayed for my daughter, Addison. I don't know if you guys remember, but there was something wrong with her foot and we didn't know. And the tests were coming back. Like, they didn't know, but they were testing her for everything on the moon. And she kept on saying, Mom, it's just like in my bone. I could just feel it. And so we came here, and we anointed her with oil, and we prayed over her. And I would like to say, oh, man, at first, like, that's all it took. But it really didn't. And it kept, you know, more prayer, more prayer, more prayer. But she, I asked her. We went on vacation, we came back, and I said, hey, how's your foot? She's like, mom, it hurts, but not as much. Okay, and so the doctor called up, and hey, I'd like to schedule another appointment. And I was like, okay, and but I never scheduled it. And my mom kept saying, hey, you should really schedule this appointment. Like, she needs an MRI, she needs this, and I was like, no. <laughs> and it sounds kind of crazy, because like, why would I want to do that? But I just felt like she was going to be well. So the next week comes, and I said, Addison, how's your foot? She goes, it's fine. And I was just like, 
fine. Like, there's no pain. And she's like, no. And I was like, oh, man, that's awesome. So then I do this, like, little God dance. And I, like, you know, through my house and stuff. And um, which that in itself is a miracle because um, when I was in my 30s, I had some weird spots on me. And so I went to the doctor, and they sent me to a specialist. And anyway, they had said to me, oh, you have this rare genetic disease that the skin on your body is going to turn like stone. And I was like, oh, my gosh. And they're like, this is crazy. Like, So um, I was sitting there with my mom, and they're like, what we want to do is we want to put you on this medicine. And it's supposed to, like, help you out and loosen your skin up, but it could cause cancer. And I was like, um, I don't think I want to do that. And I looked at my mom, and I was like, do I? And she's like, no, absolutely not. She's like, we believe in the power of prayer. She takes off walking, okay? And the lady says to me, the doctor, she goes, well, honey, I'm going to tell you this. You're you're going to want to live it up as much as you can because by the time you're 40, you're going to be in a wheelchair, okay? And I was like, whoa, that's a grim outcome, you know? So, but I do believe in the power of prayer, and I took the handicap pass, and I was like, okay, because at the time I kind of needed it, but I'm over the age of 40. I'm not in the wheelchair, and I have people praying for me all the time, and yes, winter is my hard month, and I find it sometimes very difficult to walk, but now I'm dancing in my hallway, you know, and I'm praising God for answer prayers because I believe that God answers prayers, and I believe that sometimes he says no, but that's okay because there's always a reason why he says no. And maybe he might just be saying, not now, or maybe later, <laughs> or, you know, but, and, you know, in, in the Bible it says, I, I, I know I, like, I read my Bible and I write out messages and I noticed as I was going through them that they're mostly about prayer and stuff, constantly going to him, constantly talking to him, and constantly fellowshipping with him. And I feel like I do that. And I'm a little bit older, so I'm forgetful. And so I noticed that I make mental notes. And um, like I was just telling somebody, my daughter and I pray on the way to school every day. And as we pass this particular house, I'm like, we got to lift them up in prayer. We, I know they're going through a hard time and stuff, and we're going to lift them up in prayer. And then whenever I hit Munster, I think, oh, I can't pray for Katie and Adrian because they used to live in Munster. And, you know, when I drive by Amy's house, I'm like, Lord, please be with them in a real special way. So um, for me, if you're older, you might want to think of, like, little cues that make you remember to pray, you know. So do you have any questions? Um, you, you have two daughters. So, um, I was wondering as like a a younger mother with little kids, what was some helpful things encouraging your prayer life? Speaking of two daughters, that's another answer prayer. I was once told, okay, by some specialists at the university of Chicago that I would never have any other kids other than Alexis and that my husband would have an easier time giving birth than I would. And I was like, that's really bad. 
okay? So um, I went to my neighbor's house, and I was like, okay, this is what they said. And I just, like, it's so discouraging, you know? But here, through lots and lots and lots and lots of prayer, and I, and I say, get a friend. Like, you know, I go... Thankfully, I live next door to the Hampshires. So I'm like, Mrs. H, like, I got to tell you this. This is crazy. And she's like, she prayed every day for my kids. And I just, and I'm so thankful. So thank you, Mrs. H and Mr. H, um, because I swear, I mean, she's the answer to prayer. And, um, but anyway, as a young mother, it's just all the time. I'm constantly, and that sounds silly, like, you know, it's, but I feel that Jesus is my best friend and that I should constantly be in communication because not that he doesn't know what's going on, but he wants to know how you're feeling in your particular way. And he's not going to get mad at how you're feeling because, I mean, I've been like, I am so mad and so angry. And you know what? I mean, he gave me emotion, so I figure, you know, I mean, you know, like, he knows, and, you know, as long as I'm honest with him, and so, like, if I'm vacuuming the house, I'm like, Lord, thank you for letting me vacuum and giving me a floor to vacuum and dogs to make it dirty and, you know, kids that, like, step on it right after I do it and, you know, and stuff, so. Yeah, that's helpful. Thank you. Um, just one more question. Um, if someone doesn't know, like, where to start? It just feels like there's constant roadblocks and prayer, either distraction. Do you have any encouragement for them if where to start? <laughs> Keep doing it. What's, yeah. Sorry. Okay. Um, I think that. Okay, my mom's a prayer warrior too. Okay, and I think that was a God-given gift for me. And um, that he, it's just getting with him and being with him. I wish I could say, like, there's some, like, magic way to do it. In fact, but there really isn't. I mean, it's just just talking and being real. You know, I think some people are like, oh, it has to be, like, this major thing. And it's not. It's just having that fellowship, that one-on-one and so, so, thank you. Thanks, Lisa. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Keep on praying. That's a good one. Um, we have one more person that's going to share, Larry, my husband. Um, and he's just going to share um, encouragement. When your wife volunteers you to share about prayer, it's either because you're great at it or you're really, really bad at it. And she's looking for one or the other. Um Thanks, Lisa and Anna. Those are both really encouraging to hear. Um, I, I once read somewhere that, um, talking about spiritual disciplines, and somebody said there's like upstream disciplines and downstream disciplines. What they meant by that was like some kind of come naturally to us, depending on how God's wired us, and it's kind of like swimming downstream where it's just easy. You don't have to work hard. It just happens, and some are the opposite, right? They, because of our personality and the way we're wired, it's like swimming upstream and it's hard and it's tiring. And it's, it's much more like a discipline, uh, the way we think of the word. Um, and for me, prayer is very much the upstream thing. Um, I, I don't know. I, I think maybe particularly for guys, it can be difficult. Um, I, I see a task. I want to go 
get it done, right? I want to do something tangible. And, and prayer just doesn't feel tangible to me sometimes. Um, I think it's because prayer is about being present and it's about like relationship and just waiting and being still. And that, you know, that, that manifests itself in my marriage too, right? Where like, I want to fix problems. I want to do stuff and just sitting and being present sometimes is difficult. And so, um, throughout the years, like I grew up in church, but my relationship with prayer has very much been this roller coaster of some seasons where it's a real important life giving part of my life and other seasons where it's, just not. It's non-existent. It's hard. It's difficult. Um, and, you know, I think that there's probably a couple of things that stand out in those good seasons. Um, I, I think that when I'm in a good season, when I feel like I'm, I'm being, uh, I'm really spending time with the Lord in prayer and talking and listening, um, what it does is it forces me to recognize I'm dependent uh, and that's really hard. Um, you know, I, I, I want to just get stuff done. I think, or I fool myself into thinking that I can take care of it myself. And when I'm in those seasons, I realize I'm dependent. And what that does is it provokes in my heart gratitude towards the Lord, right? God, I really, I really need you to break through in this area or to help me love my wife better or, you know, heal my brother, whatever it is. I really need you here, Lord. And, and that provokes this, this sense of gratitude as, I know that God is there, and I know that he's listening. And um, like Lisa said, sometimes the answer is no. Sometimes it's later. Sometimes it's a long, long journey of just continuing to bring stuff to the Lord. But um, God does something in that, right? It's not like he needs us to educate him on what's going on in our lives. He invites us to bring something into us, right, so that uh, in that communion, in that interaction, he can do something in us. And so um, I think if I had an encouragement, um Two things have really helped. One is um, some sort of structure. I've been on like the far end where it's like a lot of structure with long lists of things to pray for, and um, and it just it feels like a chore to try to get through these lists. And then the other end where no structure, right? Like I don't want to kill this. I don't want to choke out any life. So God, I'm just gonna pray all the time, and there's really no focus. And what tends to happen to me there is I don't pray, right? It just falls to the back of my mind and I don't do it. And so some sort of loose structure, right? Like right now, I've got one kind of thing, one focus, Mercy Hill, right? On Wednesdays, it's pray for the church. On Mondays, it's pray for our neighborhood. Something, though, that adds a little bit of focus and structure is really helpful for me. Um, and then the second thing is, if I'm going to pray well and, and really find life in prayer, it's, it's because I'm also immersing myself in God's word at the same time. Um, you could just see is Anna and Lisa were up here, right? Like, Anna's, like, just quoting scripture left and right. Like, it's just falling out of her. And that's because you could tell she spent the time, uh, and she knows God's word, but that informs how we interact with God. It informs how we pray and how we approach him. And I I think in that, too, for me, I'm not one of those people who feel like God just a lot of times, you know, thus saith the Lord, and there's this, the clouds open, and God's there, and he says something to me in an audible voice. What happens is, as I'm spending time in his word, it, he's like, just wisdom comes from his word. He's changing me as I spend time in his word. And so as I'm praying about something, um, his word comes to mind, a scripture, a verse, a story. Uh, and in that, that's God's answer to prayer there, right? Like the last month or two, Psalm 130 says, with the Lord, there is steadfast love. With him, there's plentiful redemption. 
like that's just been such a ministry to me is we've gone through some stuff as a family and as stuff, you know, people around us have been hurting just to keep coming back to that, to pray that God with you, there's plentiful redemption. So whatever the situation, you can redeem it because you have enough. And at the same time, when I'm hurting or when something's going on with me, God says, with me, there's plentiful redemption. Like I got you. Um, I got your back and I'll get you through this. And so um, hopefully that's encouraging. Um, You know, happy to hear more. I feel like I'm excited for this week. I feel like one of the things we sometimes don't do very well in church is teach people how to pray. Um, funnily enough, like Corey preached last week, Jesus taught his disciples how to pray. But I think sometimes we just assume this is how you pray. And if you're in church, you'll learn how to pray. And so I think this Sunday is really good to engage in that. Um, but then weeks like this as a church to do that together. So, yeah, hopefully that's helpful. Thanks, Mike. Um, I hope that was encouraging and challenging. And feel free to talk to any of the people up here um, that shared um, and just to, you know, ask more questions if you have them. Um, Luke? Or Corey? Thanks. That was really beautiful. I had just so encouraged whenever I heard stories of people praying and just helps <laughs> encourage your heart. So this morning... Um, Looks a little different already, obviously, because we kick people out of their chairs over there. That was Luke. I didn't do that. Um, but part of, uh, we've been preaching through the Sermon on the Mount, and um, it's just, we don't want to just talk about prayer. We want to do it. And so um, this morning, we have these stations, if you kind of look, um, Thanksgiving and Praise, uh, Healing, International Missions, Local Missions, and then Friends and Family to Know the Lord up here at the front. And... Um, I just want to share something real quick, and then I'm going to pray for us. And after I'm done praying, um, what we're going to be doing is just breaking off wherever you want to start, basically. Um, if you're already by station, boom, there you go. <laughs> you can start there. And um, we're just going to be in groups at the stations. And um, at each station, there are some uh, little sheets. And um, there's some prayer points on there. So if you're like, oh, man, I don't know what to pray while I'm at the station, Look at the sheet and pray one of those. At the bottom, there's Psalms, um, some verses that you can look up, even if you don't want to pray it out loud, even you reading it. Um, and that's what I want to share is that God knows what's on our heart. And I spoke that last week, but it says, um, and when you pray, don't keep on babbling like pagans, for they think they will be heard because they use all these words. Don't be like them. Your father knows what you need before you ask him. I'm not saying, you know, don't babble on when you're praying, but it's the way they say it, what they're saying. Um, but the thing is, God knows what's on your heart. So even if you're at a station like, ooh, I can't pray out loud, like still just be in prayer with the Lord. He hears you. Um, but I do want to encourage us to, like, let's just pray together. It doesn't have to be a big thing, just a simple, you know, Thanksgiving and praise. We did this morning. Thank you, God, for the food I ate this morning or whatever it looks like. Um, and so, yeah, that's what it's going to look like. And we're going to spend five Five minutes at each station, and then Luke will kind of pray, and when it's time to switch, we'll do that. Um, but let me just pray for us as a whole, and then um, when I'm done, just make your way to a station, and we'll have everybody will have a chance to go to each one. Um, so, Lord Jesus, this morning, Father, we know it may look different, God, and um, different is hard, but it's good, Lord. And and I just pray this morning that as we gather at these stations, um, there would just be a sense of Your Spirit working, Lord as he already is this morning, Father. 
Um, we just pray that there would be a sense of just corporate prayer, God. Um, we pray on our own, and we've heard the stories of what that looks like, but a morning like this is a chance that we don't get often to gather as a group to pray and to call upon your name. And so, Lord, I pray you'd encourage our hearts this morning. Uh, maybe we just feel a rise of faith to pray in our own lives, God, just by observing and, and hearing, um, but maybe you're just pushing us out beyond our comfort zone, God, and encouraging us to press forward and pray with others. Um, Lord, I, I just ask that if, if stations, people have personal things they need prayer for, that they would share that, God. Um, we're here as a family to encourage. There's no condemnation, God, and we thank you because through Jesus we know there's none, and we know that we are a church of grace because of you, God. And so we just look forward to this time together and pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen. So feel free to make your way um, to a station. And um, we'll just start right away. Whenever we get there, start praying, I think. And then Luke will transition us. For great is the Lord and most worthy of praise. He is to be feared above all gods. For the God of gods of the nations are idols, but the Lord made the heavens, and splendor and majesty are before him, strength and glory are in his sanctuary. God, thank you for your goodness, thank you for your splendor and glory, thank you for how you hear our prayers, in Jesus' name, amen. Amen, all right, you can leave your sheets there somewhere near the the station, and go to another station. The poor will eat and be satisfied. Those who seek the Lord will praise him. May your hearts live forever. All the ends of the earth will remember and turn to the Lord, and all the families of the nations will bow down before him. For dominion belongs to the Lord, and he rules over all the nations. Amen. Amen. You can leave your slips at your station and head to the next one. Praise the Lord, O my soul. I will praise the Lord all my life. I will sing praise to my God as long as I live. Do not put your trust in princes and human beings who cannot save. Blessed are those whose, whose help is the God of Jacob and whose hope is in the Lord their God. We continue to turn toward you right now, Lord, crying out to your name and blessing you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Now, I know these, these times are short. You, you can head to your next one. These times are short. If there's something that you feel like you want to continue praying, you know, don't forget it. And after the service ends, you can keep praying for that. Let's, let's do one more. Father, we give you all the blessing and all the honor and all the glory. We know that you are God who hears our prayer. You are near, close by, right here because of what Jesus Christ has done. And we cry out to you. We submit to you. We turn toward you. We humble ourselves before you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.
All right, guys. Well, this is a taste for uh, this coming week. I hope this was encouraging. Thank you for doing something different today. Um, but let's continue in the spirit of prayer all week as we sit before the Lord and uh, listen to him. So have a good week, and uh, we'll see you this week for times of prayer. <laughs>